I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, the new law of repeated success. By looking at your patterns of behavior, you can enjoy super repeated successes. I'd like to start by taking you back to your school days. Physics, Isaac Newton, the third law, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. Every decision you make as a manager, everything you create, everything you do will have some effect. Let's put that into a complex environment and we don't have to look far because as a global executive or manager, you're dealing with a complexity every day. Everything you do, everything you create, every decision you make has an effect. It has an upside and it has a downside. On the upside is the result you want, the best outcome, the success. And on the downside are those negative outcomes. You know some of them, but most of the negative outcomes are actually unintended. And what's more, trying to avoid negative outcomes pushes you to overanalyze a situation and leads to paralysis by analysis. We all know global managers, or we've all heard of a global manager, who is so concerned about getting everything right for every function and every team that in the end they don't take a decision. So you want the upside effects to be bigger than the downside effects of your decisions, but you know you can't control every outcome. So the starting point is you have a choice. You can focus on analyzing the negative outcomes in your management style and your management behavior, or you can do the opposite. You can focus on the positive. I would estimate around 80% of average performing managers focus on the negative. They focus on the mistakes, the errors, the imperfections, the losses they've had. And in essence, they're trying to change your weakness into a strength. The other, much smaller group are doing the opposite. They're focusing on the positives. They're focusing on the upside effects and figuring out what is it in what they've done that made them successful, identify the patterns in their behavior, and then repeating it. This is exactly what top athletes are doing when they train that muscle memory. They're focusing on the root causes of success they're building the habits, and by doing it again and again, they know they're making themselves successful. So here's a really easy technique you can use to identify what makes you successful and how you can repeat that success to enjoy even greater successes. First of all, a philosophical point, you'll be far more successful when you become who you are, not when you try to be what you're not, or worse still, what somebody else thinks you should be. And to explain that concept, let me use the example of Peter Crouch, a footballer in the Premier League. He also played for England. Peter Crouch is a tall guy and scores most of his goals with his head. In fact, nearly 50% of his goals were scored with his head. Contrast that with the average in the Premier League, which was around 20% of goals scored by headers. Peter Crouch was successful because he focused on what he was, a great header of the ball, not what he isn't. He's not Messi and he's not Maradona. Put that into a second example, the world of work. If you prioritise being home to see your children after work, you're unlikely to take a job that involves a lot of international travel. 
but you might happily sit down to knock off some emails after the kids have gone to bed. That way, you're true to yourself, you're who you are, you're productive, and presumably you're equally successful. What we need is a system, a way of recording and reflecting on what's happening to identify what we are, identify the patterns, and help to make us more successful. And that's where I believe a journal could help, because a journal increases your self-awareness, and over time it helps you to identify the both the positive and negative patterns of behaviour, because it grounds you in your purpose and your hopes, your strengths and your fears, and it helps you to be you. If you choose to write a journal, what do you put in it? Well, I recommend you focus on what I call the critical incidents. Those are situations, interactions, moments at the extreme. Think of a bell curve in mathematics, a normal distribution. We're looking at the upper extremes and the lower extremes. At the top end of that scale is where you feel at your best or your strongest or your happiest or your most confident. And at the bottom end, it's all the opposite sensations. Your worst, your weakest, saddest, most afraid or most nervous because it's at the extremes that we learn the most about who we are. It's where we're tested. It's our moments of success and our moments of failures that are seeds for growth. In those moments, we literally touch the boundaries of our competence. A quick disclaimer here, like those pharmacy adverts, the method here involves writing, but there are other options available. This is a tried and tested way of keeping a journal, but you can experiment and choose with what works best for you. Some people prefer mind maps, some people prefer drawings, some people prefer photos, images, recorded movements, voice notes. You do what works with you. I prefer a written journal because it's easier to go over previous entries, reread and identify the patterns of behaviour. Probably also because I'm a terrible artist, but that's another story. So let's get down to it. There are six steps and they're split into two loops. The first loop, the single loop, is the first four steps. Step number one, what happened? Write quickly, briefly, a short facts-only description of the situation. Imagine you are a lawyer trying to present the case before court. All you want are the facts, the facts of the situation. Step two, look at those facts, answer this question. What awareness comes to you from all of those perspectives? What do you physically sense? What do you socially and culturally experience? What emotions are present in you? What images? What is your imagination when you read the description? And what is your intuition telling you at this point? These are all different perspectives on your awareness. Step three, from what happened and from your awareness, what have you learned from this critical incident? And step four is, as a result of that learning, what action will you take? Because learning without action is just wasted time. So we've got some basic learning, we've got some action, but what we really want is to identify your patterns of success. So you can't identify patterns from one critical incident. You need 10 to 12 critical incidents over the course of a month or two months to get enough to start to pick out common factors. There's no fixed number of entries, but as I say, 10 to 12 is a good number. Once we have that, then you can get into this double loop reflection. And the double loop moves on with step five from what you've done from what you've been, what have you learned? 
And step six, what will you do now? What will you be now with what you have learned? And it's in the answers to these last two questions that you really become aware of the roots of your motivation and your competence. So to sum up, Isaac Newton said in his third law, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Every decision you make, everything you create, everything you do will have some effect. And in complex global operations, it's not possible to know every effect on everyone. 90% of people either ignore their weaknesses completely or overanalyze them to the point where they suffer paralysis by analysis. My law of repeated success takes a different approach, a novel approach, and it's this. Identify your strengths, know the factors and patterns that make you successful, then look for the situations where you can use the strengths and competencies again. It's this that makes global managers super effective and keeps your performance high. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more information on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.